Hey y'all, welcome to The Real Time for Kimberly and Marie and Beyond the Rachel. Welcome back, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh, y'all, I missed y'all. How was y'all's week? Kim, 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 Kim. You know, look, I told you. Look, we, we just gonna go ahead and let B. Rachel, who's already cracking me up. Please, because this, this, y'all, I need y'all to hear this. So if I'm extra- I don't even know what she's gonna talk about, y'all, but literally- Ooh. It took me like at least a good a minute and a half to get started. So okay, y'all. So I got a lot of rants this week. And it is against nobody. These are general statements. You know, I'm gonna give my little public service announcement because y'all know how I get down. I told y'all what I'm not tolerating in February. So with that being said, let me go ahead and say this. Just because I'm not tolerating other people's foolishness on black people does not mean I will let a black person do foolishness back. We're going to have to be equal opportunists on some level. So with that being said, let me tell you something. Anybody on Twitter with this hashtag I stand with Gail can kiss my whole black ass mm, mm. and I I mean I, I've really had enough I've never seen somebody disrespect a dead man y'all please please understand Kobe Bryant is not coming back he has a family that is in mourning mm-hmm. and you want to play victim and then you want to Snoop Dogg gave you an apology. Now, he probably shouldn't have came at your throat like he did and called you out your name. That was definitely not OK. But for you to, you know, play victim and be, I don't know what I did and what went wrong. And now you got morning, Joe. Y'all love morning. Oh, Joe. Jesus, girl, if you uh, God, listen, dude, it, it, I don't slap him. Look. I like Morning Joe and I listen Mm -hmm. to them frequently, but this is my beef with Mm. it, right? So Mika, I I like Mika. And most of the times I feel like I agree with what she said, but I disagree because I feel like when the black community is having an issue for someone who is not black to put their two cents in, get the fuck out of here. Thank you. Shut up. Didn't nobody ask that again. Black people as a whole have got to stop letting other people into our conversation. See, now, Mika, I like you, but this had nothing to do with you. And while mm-hmm. you might be a reporter and, you know, you you understand, you know, what what Gail is going through, I want you to keep that same energy. Because now when Joe was put on that hit list for that man who had sent those bombs to um, Hillary's house and tried to send him to Barack's house a while back, you you was trying to come for blood. You wasn't having no L's taken. You, you mm. was coming for the neck. Now, you may not have called that man out his name, but you was you was coming for some, for some whole pounds of flesh. You so don't want nobody you, to mess with your man. Exactly. So for you to understand, you know, for you to take Gail's side you know, and be like, she was, uh, she's underrepresented and, you know, you stand with her and Snoop Dogg is being real misogynistic and, you know, he has no respect for women. Pump the whole fucking brakes, bro. This not even your conversation to be in. You didn't, you didn't try to add some Splenda to the Kool-Aid and nobody I'm not here to the cookout. Nobody wants your baked bean exactly. Nobody wants your potato salad. I'm I'm, I'm not okay with it. You know, and I I understand why Snoop apologized because Snoop really shouldn't have called Gail the B word, you know, but I think that's probably where my understanding stops. You know, it's enough. Y'all, Gail, you done wrong and you knew you did wrong when you did it, like I said last time. So that's my first rant. And I'm just disappointed 
I am disappointed, you know, and even when Reverend Al can impress me, y'all know, y'all know I got to be just, oh, well, I'm going to inject myself just one time. What I did not like was him getting out loud, talking about, where is the headlines in the papers? Where is the headlines? Boy, this is not the Kool-Aid. This is not the tea for you. So this is what, and like you said, I am tired. Let me understand you. Let me, let me explain something to white people or people of any race if it's black folks business we don't need you if somebody calls you don't let us interject into your world you have actively as we live and breathe outside of february take away black history month y'all get offended for black history month so y'all i mean you do not let us interject ourselves in ways that we are not wanted into y'all's conversations but y'all always feel the need to interject into our conversations just like y'all stole that dance from that 14 year old well hold on wait before i say this i'm gonna say it's i'm gonna say for al sharpton to sit on that morning show and not say nothing as they as he as morning joe went into actually the joe went into that rant and he just sitting there looking like a damn clown looking like a bobblehead but now, Joe like, had a good point. Joe, and I did no, agree with what Joe said. Joe was like, no, we did I didn't not bring up Kobe did. Bryant's it, cases when we were doing his montage. And Morning Joe did not bring up his case. When he threw them, when he threw those papers, and I'm also, where, where, where is this? This is, this is, this, this shit is ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. Al Sharpton was sitting on the side looking like a bobblehead. Al Sharpton don't never really speak out. But what I did, what I was happy that Al said, and I do agree with, while Snoop Dogg, should, like I said, Snoop Dogg should not have called Gail a B-word. This is a conversation that should have been had, one, p- privately, but two, she understood her consequences, you know? And I, I think Rev understood that, too. Like, you know, she's not an innocent person. And Al Sharpton did not say Gail was innocent because everyone painted Gail as a victim, like she did nothing, like she was just standing on the corner eating candy. She opened that door And I believe she gets what she gets. I mean, I'm not wishing any harm to her, but you actively spoke out against someone who is not even buried. Like, be respectful. Like, I can't emphasize that enough with this Kobe Bryant stuff. And it pisses me off. It it really does. And as I listen to Morning Joe, I couldn't even listen to Morning Joe for the rest of the week. I think that happened (laughs) on Tuesday or Wednesday. I, I mean, my one little listening... And viewership, it don't hurt them. I understand that. I'm literally a maybe a drop. But this one at the bottom of the list for morning shows because, uh, especially for news morning shows, they at the bottom of the list. I mean, because they always because you know what that that whole segment was unnecessary. It was clickbait material, and let's move on. Let's talk about this 14 year old who got stole from. This part of my rant too, so I'm gonna let you go. I mean, first of all, you, come on now. Who's seen Bring It On? Everybody wave your hand, raise your hand in the car, do that little head nod. Y'all know where I'm going with this. What happened? The white team stole the black team's dances. They went and got all these championships. Then when it was time for the, the white team to do some original shit because, you know, the black team had called them out on their shit, they came in second place. Why? Because y'all know as much as y'all hate to give black folks their props and give them their credit, we will always be something that y'all will try to emulate and take and live our lifestyle when it's beneficial to you. 
Yeah, and, and, and and that's just what bring it on, bring it on. It, it, it reminded me of that because even when y'all had to be original, what happened? Y'all came in second place. Did y'all and, not? And, look, just to give a little background because Bianca going to her rant. Sorry. A black girl. I just came. Uh, wait, no. What we're going to start is with Charlie. I think her name is D'Amelio. She is 15 years old and she, my, from what my cut, my niece, you know, they're young and they into all that stuff. What she has told me is that she got really, really popular. She's a, she's a popular, what do they call it? TikToker. And one of the things she became real popular this year was doing is this dance called the renegade challenge she became really really popular off of it and then a couple of people when i started looking up the renegade challenge and i started looking at the name i see a lot of people saying why are y'all giving this 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 little 15 year old white girl charlie discredit when the dance was not even created by her she actually took the dance she couldn't do the original dance so she had to dumb it down some some of the parts down and make it look stupid because the original creator was a 14 year old by the name of Jalea, and then she had her friend Skylar help her with it too and if it had not been for articles like the New York Times writing an article about it and if it hadn't been for the actual artist who the song came from which was Kay Kemp if it had not been for his song that he that he actually brought J- uh, Jayla and her friend Skylar out and put them all on social media, on his Instagram and on his Twitter and said, tell the blocks to eat this up. Thank you for creating. He, and this is what he wrote on it. Thank you, Jalea and Skylar, Skylar, for helping make Lottery the biggest song in the world. Tell the blocks to eat, eat it up. Now, this is the thing that gets me about Charlie. Charlie has been uh made millions off of this dance. Yep. Charlie has been invited to the NBA All Stars to teach the cheerleaders this dance. Mm, dance Charlie is not invited, even hers. Charlie has been invited all over to teach this dance. And Jalea wasn't trying. Jalea said, "This dance could have opened up major doors for me. This dance, I could have been at the NBA." I could have been teaching this dance to people. I could have been making money off this dance. So Jalea was just like to see somebody take your work. Cause she only had like 12,000 views, I think, or likes when this, when she did the song, the least Charlie could have done was at her. Because yeah. you're, you, you already got your following, but to still a dance, make it look weak. And I mean, the girl Jalea is doing her heart out with this dance. I mean, it's just like, they've been stealing for so long. It's, it's, I think we're to the point. It's just upsetting. You know, <laughs> and the like, thing about it is that my aunt, my cousin said, my not my cousin, I don't know why I keep calling my cousin. My niece said, well, Charlie has so many dances on her channel. You know what I want to say? You know so? what I told my niece? How many dances did she steal from somebody, though? How many of those dances are really hers? Because, I mean, right? Because, I look, and I'm looking on Instagram as we speak, and I see her doing this dance. Um, y'all, I want you to understand, I'm not a, I'm really not as crazy as I sound. But enough <laughs> is enough. And I, I'm, I really feel like I'd be repeating myself on a lot of this. And, and I pray right now as Kim and I speak that these words vibrate so that everybody understands. You cannot take what's yours and take from other cultures and present them as yours. 
we we actively on Instagram go hard on people who do this as a community. And this girl to do that and for her to think it was okay, I want to know what kind of kid you're raising. So that's just you thought it was okay. Y'all are cheating to get into colleges. Mm-hmm. Where is the line drawn? Because if if a black person would have done this shit, all hell would have broke loose. Everybody and they mama would have had something to say. Oh, sorry, y'all. I I was y'all may have heard some music in the back. From what I hear, my my niece was telling me that Charlie tried to do damage control and tried to bring the black girl on to her channel and have her do the renegade dance with her. No. It's look ain't what? no repairing this. Ain't no damage control. You can hire the world's best PR. You and Gail will forever be on the same list. Y'all are dead to me. Who is it? Was it was it JoJo who said a little too late? Yeah, too little, too late. Jo- yeah. Charlie, you would have never even said anything had the New York Times not put out this article mm. that the original girl only got thirteen, well, twelve to twelve to thirteen thousand likes. You would have never done anything. You would have been a okay with going to your grave, taking credit for this dance that you thought that you wanted the world to know you created. You had a lot of time to at this girl. You had a lot of time to say, "Hey, do not invite me to do any of these speakings. I actually didn't create this dance." Now you want to get and have this girl do you know the dance with you, just because you're trying to do PR. It is ridiculous. You know, it is so ridiculous. And y'all do better. I'm not going to give y'all the same spiel I gave last week. Because if you're listening, you know what's up. Do better. Do better. That That's all I got to say. Now, I will say, this all-star game, Kim, let me tell you something. I can't wait for it to be over. The damn traffic in Chicago is out of fucking control. Hey, but out look, I will say... Jennifer Hudson. Oh, girl, sang. Yes, come through. She can't do no wrong by me. I what love that, that voice, baby. Yeah, it was beautiful. But the only thing y'all should have done, if I had this do one little thing, y'all should have oh, gave that no, girl a it. No, no, she was beautiful. Y'all should have gave her a gospel song so I could have seen that bottom lip quiver. Oh, that quiver. Are you in this damn lip quiver? Lord, look, she did sing beautiful. How though. many times you, did you, girl. Did you watch a performance from uh, uh, Whitney Houston and that bottom lip quiver, you knew she was going in. Oh, yeah. Th- them, those songs that just touch your soul and you just be like, oof, oof. Yes. Now, I will it. give all honor and respect to Shaka Khan. She is a legend. No, ah. oh, and I national anthem. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. What you're not gonna do is outdo Fergie for the worst national. Anthem. I'm not. Oh, y'all. Kim is Black History Month. What's wrong with you? What you're what not is wrong with do? you? What did I just say at the beginning of this show? Look, I love. I love Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan is my, but we got to, we got to know, look, we can critique our own, but had, but had Bobby had said something, old Billy Bob said something about uh, uh, Shaka Khan, I would have gave him the side eye and been like, look, you shut the hell up. (laughs) Oh, and you know what? How many crunch, I'm not crunches. How many squats did you have to do this week? 
I look, I didn't have to do any because you know what? Now I, I was talking about, I was talking about everybody else other than black people, but I did have some black people though, that I, I just looked at them. They came and said in my section, you know what? I, I'm going to put this honestly. I'm going to just go ahead and tell y'all this because I've actually ran a post on a shade room this last coming week and it was talking about tipping and I saw so many black people talking about something tipping is a church i don't gotta tip i gotta do all this stuff i just i'll be and then you know what i saw somebody say i'll just be a-okay going up there and grabbing my food uh, look what restaurant you going to that's nice the, the restaurants that i go to i can't go up there and grab my food i just can't but it's what i'm saying when you go when you when you treat your own dirty at a restaurant the hurt feels a little different and it, it, it hit differently it did when when you when you when you go out your way because you know the other people probably don't want to deal with the black people and you do and you do everything because you like you know what they're not gonna be like that to me i'm gonna give them everything they wanted more i'm gonna let you sample four wines even though i know you're not gonna even order those four wines you're gonna get a cocktail anyway but i'm gonna let you sample four wines i'm gonna i'm gonna do i'm gonna do my job i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna do it because you know what i'm gonna respect you I'm going to give you everything that you probably never had at these restaurants. And then when I give you the service that, that you did not deserve, and you don't even tell me nothing. Now, Kim, you're going to be upset. Girl, you, you know, you know, I, I, I did used to struggle with the tipping. But now when I go somewhere, I just pass my check over to Kim. And sometimes I got a real Kim in because she be getting a little... No, uh, no. So what did I tell you? When you, when you first was starting that, I don't want to... Uh, I don't know how to tip. I was looking at this and I'm tipping this. I said, well, I won't be going out with you no more. And you was like, why? And I said... Look here. Because why would I... Get, and this is always my argument. And I don't care what nobody say. The Lord asked for how much. If you got to think about it, let me tell you. you. Know, you no, go 10% of your tithes. Don't go tithes out. So you want don't me to pay out. an individual 40%. No, I said 20. 20 how is the How much you gave the Lord last week when you got paid? You know what I tell people? This what I tell. No, no, no. This is what I tell no, 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 listen. This is what I tell people. The Lord said, give me your first 10. You don't have to give the Lord your first 10. If you feel like how, give the Lord your first 20. Okay, but what, what I'm asking is how, how much you giving the Lord? I give the Lord 15. Okay. So how much you giving the server? 18 to 20. Oh, but I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with tipping. Even before I was serving and bartending and all this stuff, I didn't have a problem with tipping because I understood somebody dealing with your ugly, doing dealing with my ass because I could sometimes be a little bit of annoying. I can sometimes. Yes, Lord, she ain't lying. I know you're not talking. I just want to <laughs> I just want basil. Don't cook my basil. Blah blah blah. Yum, yum, I mean, yum. can you not burn my basil, please? Like that—that's a legitimate request. That basil was mad disrespected. I have a picture of it. I'll post it. That basil was burnt up, baby. It looked like they you literally didn't even post that mat. picture. You were supposed to post the uh. I didn't. I didn't. I, I honestly thought about it on Friday, but you told me I couldn't add FedEx, and I was no. Still they still asking for the picture. They okay, still I'll, post the it, I'll post it. I'll post it. I'll post it. Y'all, you know, ain't no secrets, y'all. Y'all in on our private convo, so I, I show will show it to you. That and that disrespected ass basil that Kim told me I was tripping about. That shit is burnt up. 
it looked no. like someone forgot it was in the oven and then took it out and put it on a piece of pizza and was like, ooh, I wonder if she gonna notice. I'm gonna notice it's not fresh basil because it literally, if you if you touched it, it just disintegrated and blew away <laughs> with the wind. It was so burned up. Listen, this is what I'm saying. If the server was just, okay, I understand 15%. I don't do that, but I understand regular people. If the service was good, you really enjoyed it, you had a great time, I could see 18 to 20. You know, if the service was fantastic, you need to be going 20 to 30%. If you, if because we have been places where the service has been fantastic, and I will tip you, fantastic service. But I don't mind tipping. Again, I, I want the same done to me as, you know, I want others to do. But listen, y'all, I'm not going to go into my brand, but I'm going to go into a little thing. I want, I want to, okay, I want to tell y'all something. I want to ask y'all something. Well, I'm going to ask Bianca. I'm going to say, you asking or you telling? What, what you asking slash telling me? Now, I'm a, so I want to, I want to explain a scenario. I have got into a new show on, oh, I want to say a sidebar before I go into my topic where I want to ask you. Um, it is Black History Month. And yeah. Netflix got a couple of things that I have been watching. First is the Malcolm X, uh, the the killing, uh, who killed Malcolm X. Really good five, I think it was a six part series. They go into deep, they go into details about the people who were accused, who got, you know, um, charged with it. Uh, two out of the three people were basically innocent. They go into like the um, Elijah Muhammad and the Islamic, like that whole, they, they, they really, it's really a great documentary a guy from new york um I, I, his name is really going uh from me right now but um he uh pr- pr- you know went on a hunt to find out who killed malcolm x he is a muslim he became a muslim because of malcolm x he saw he he, he became a follower because of malcolm x um and i mean it's so much stuff that was revealed like basically malcolm x by the time he passed he was basically broken homeless i mean it like you wouldn't, and you know, it's so crazy that we think of our leaders who lived, you know, who got assassinated and all this stuff. We think of them as being these, you know, rich, powerful people, but in all actuality, they, they really were not, you know? And and, and I mean, when I really, you know, got into the documentary, I watched all six episodes. It was a fantastic body of work. Great job. And I also watched this, uh, it was remastered and it was made for Netflix. It was about Sam Cooke um, and uh, all about the killing of Sam Cooke. So that's also on Netflix. And, you know, y'all can always watch when they see us. But, you know, like I said, that's a powerful show. Not everybody can watch when they see us. Yeah. You know, I, I, could, I definitely understand when people say, especially people who have kid black boys, like my sister, she's very open, like, I cannot watch when they see us. She said, I will support Ava. I love no, it her. Was hard. I didn't watch all of it. I really didn't. I don't even have kids. It, it really, I, it took my mind somewhere different. And it, it, it was only because it, it obviously is real, but it is stuff that we as a, as a, a country can have not moved past. We still actively do this. Just mm-hmm. so many kids today, you know. So it's it's something I couldn't watch. I heard it was great. I, I started it, and then it, it just it, it broke me down too much. I was literally yeah. crying. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, oh, of course. I mean, the last one, um, which uh, 
um, which to me was the hardest to see uh, when they see us last series. It took me about two hours to watch it. I had to two, three hours to watch. It. I had to pause. I was crying. I was like, let me get myself mentally prepared. Like, because you know, to just, just to know, you know, the thing about our history is that we don't need to fake it for the camera. We don't need to tell a different story. We don't need to hype it up. We don't need to do, because our story is painful enough. Right. So, you know, we don't, exactly. we don't, you know, we don't need to f- make it fluffy for the cameras. You know, when we tell the story of Emmett Till, when we tell our kids the story of like the, the, the exonerated five now who they are, they're not no longer the Central Park five. When we tell our kids these stories and they hear these stories and they're like, is this a, no, no, this is not make believe. This is, this is our lives. You know, this is what our people went through. So you know, um, for those who have not seen and still want to get a little bit of black history in, the month is not over. We got an extra day this year. So you got until the 29th to get caught up on your black history stuff if you want to go on Netflix. But okay. Yes. Be mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and get it together for you, girl. I've been I got I actually was just I finished watching the Malcolm X thing. And you know how they say watch the next show after that? And you'd be like, oh no, exit. But girl. They bought on this thing that I saw, and it was called Love is Blind. So let me explain. Let me let me show you what this little situation is. They brought these people together. Okay. It was girls who was all living together, and it was guys who was all living together, right? And you would go into this pod. And when you go into this pod, you the thing about it is love is really blind. They, they wanted to see, in this day and age, so many people are being judged just by their way that they look. Right. So you go on a dating app, you immediately see a guy and you say, I don't want to date him. Or you immediately see a girl, no, she's not for me. But this was a social experiment is what happened if you don't have any interactions with the outside world? What if you cannot see this person and you're basically just getting, you know, your, your, your talking through conversation, you know, you're talking through, uh, you know, connecting on what do you have in common, what you don't have in common, what how you meet these people, and they go through a pod. It's just a thin wall that mm-hmm. uh blocking them, and they can't see each other. And you have ten days, ten. Let me say this: ten days. But you know, this is this is a social experiment. So you live in, you know, you you you're you're with this person you know you're talking to them so the whole entire 10 days i never see them i just communicate you communicate yeah you communicate with them through you know you know y'all are talking like you regularly like you're in a room but you just have a wall between you because you're not posted the thing is can you be attracted to somebody without seeing their face can you be attracted to somebody without you know can you can you just it will the emotional will the you know uh mental bond be better and stronger than the physical yeah so you and but listen 10 day mark you go and propose to the person no (laughs) (laughs) No. the guy will propose and but you know what i will say this this couple cameron no and lauren she don't ruin it don't spoil for who no no this is the episode that's been out it's not oh, the okay. end no they, they they're showing it every like they they put out so many episodes she has never in her life dated a white guy she's super black power never dated a white guy in her life 
she met this guy. They didn't want to know anything physical about each other because they wanted to be surprised when they meet each other. She met this guy. He's a scientist. His name is Cameron. I'm going to have to watch this. Girl, after five days, she was, well, after like four days, she told him, I love you. Like, I, she's like, I never felt this way about somebody. Like, I love Aww. this guy. Like, we talked for hours in this pod. After five days, he proposed. When she met him, she was like, oh, my God, I never thought he was white. And so she literally did she, did she still want to be married after she yeah. saw her? She was like, future? I never thought in my life, if you would have, and this is the thing, she said, if you would have, you know, if he on the street would have approached me, would have would I have been open or would his color have immediately turned me away? Right. But, you know, I've said that to a couple of people. Like, I feel like, especially with girls, you know, because like, and I'm sure men are like this too. But sometimes I feel like women can find a man that they genuinely feel like they click with. But sometimes they're so worried what their circle of friends is going to say that they will completely cancel that man out. And he really could be a good man. And speaking of that, it's this girl on the show. She was feeling this guy. But in the back of her mind, how would my family feel? I'm 34. He's 24. How would my family judge me? Would my family judge me? Would my family be this? They would think that he's not ready and all this stuff. And it's like, how many times do we stop love just due to people? And I agree with that. critique. But my whole thing is, would you be on a show like this? Would you try the social experiment out just to see if maybe not you know, maybe taking it back a little old school way of talking, meeting, you know, getting the phone calls, getting the little bubbles, you know, do you think you could kind of do the blind love thing? Or do you think you need to see who you talking to? So I personally think it's a little bit of both, right? Because I do think there needs to be a physical attraction, right? Like I, me personally, I need to actively want to have sex with you like I don't want to have to talk myself into having sex with you right so like I just want to look at you and be like yep I can fuck you but at the same time like if I could have like a a mentally stimulating conversation with you that is a turn on within itself so that's a double-edged sword which one is a more turnout for you is it the physical or is it the more you know mental you know so okay let let me be very clear about this i do think and i believe obviously as everyone knows looks fade right so like you can Mm -hmm. be looking fucking pierce bronston looking great you know and then you could 20 years later they're like pierce morgan yes you know what i'm saying like you could look busted down and broken and just have a shitty personality and everything else and you know then all of a sudden we're just staring at each other like why am I with you um Mm -hmm. but I mean like I said I think there needs to be a physical attraction but I also think you know me personally if you just look well kept together and like you don't look sloppy you know like some people just look like they don't believe in grooming at all that to me is unattractive but if you believe like in some type of what I call basic grooming um then I think it is important that we have that conversation. Like, cause I want to be able to have stimulating conversations with you. Like, I want to know that when I'm talking on the phone with you, you know, like, yeah, I understand you may not have this six pack or like what society makes you think is a great man, you know, cause I'm talking to what, like that girl, what I believe is a great man. Like 
Mm-hmm. You make me laugh. We have great conversation. You know, like I genuinely know that you understand my like core values and I understand mm-hmm. your core values. You know, like we're past all the, like what I'd like to call like that honeymoon phase. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, that when you leave the toothpaste cap off, that I am going to blow shit because that drives me crazy, you know, but you understand like the background of why that drives me crazy. You know what I mean? Like, so it, we're, we've cut off all that superficialness, but do I think that a lot of people could do that? No, I don't. Because yeah. like I said, I, I we live in, huh? I said the society we live in today. Yeah. It's the society. And I have personally stopped talking to people who I honestly thought were a great match for me because of what I thought, like more, not even my family would say, but more so like the group of friends I had, I was Mm -hmm. just like, well, I know so-and-so going to have something to say. So I just would completely stop, you know, or like, even if it was just like a small joke that I know would be thrown out there, you know, I'd be like, oh, well it's okay. I'll just find someone different to talk to. But that's not right by any means. Yeah. I feel like you should, I would, you know what? I was thinking of this. And I think I possibly would give it a try just because. No, I'd never want to be on TV talking about. I'm just saying, how many times do we ruin what could be something great? Not everybody photographs well. You know, now now that could be true. Now, some people photograph exactly how they look. No, but, but you know, sometimes a friend gives you a shoe like he does not photograph well, and you'd be like, uh uh-uh, uh, now I don't want to talk to him. And then when you see him down the road, you'd be like, girl, oh, that's him, but he take it now because, boo, I was trying to hook y'all up. But you know what? I wouldn't mind doing a social experiment like that. And I'm not saying, you know, I would if they, you know, but I'm saying I wouldn't mind just because I would want to know would I actually be attracted to somebody just based on personality, not looking at each other? Not but you know, know what that sounds like. Do you remember back? And oh, this makes me feel old, and I'm really not that old. But you remember, like, before text messaging, text messaging, and Instagram was really a big thing. How, like, in high school, you sit on the phone with somebody, and y'all would just talk. And like me and I remember this specifically because me and my friends, like, while we went to the same school, she had transferred from a different school, so she had friends that were at other schools. And I honestly liked someone that I was talking to until I saw a picture of him, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> no shut it down done (laughs) oh you remember back in the aol days when they used to have them chat rooms look before y'all had these instagram dms and had all this stuff we used to have aol when you had to do 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 you are now connecting to the internet and the dialogue was a motherfucker don't let somebody be trying to be on the phone bianca bianca you on the phone get out the phone mama i'm trying to get on aol and look and look my mom look they used to have my my mom bought my sister a line and she'd be like if i want to get on that internet y'all use y'all sister line look (laughs) (laughs) before there was all those little uh instagram dms look we had aol we had black planet well, you and you couldn't really take a great picture on Black Planet because how did you really get your picture up there? You know, it was so pixelated. Like when you look <laughs> at that old school shit, you'd be like, "Damn, bro!" Like that picture just—I don't even know how it uploaded. Like it probably took thirty minutes because you were on dial-up. And please don't let nobody call the house or have nobody pick up the phone. 
Oh, me and my sister used like, to fight we really were, to do it. Look, we really were taking pictures with potatoes back in the day. Shit. You know, you had to take a Polaroid picture. You had to go take get, take the film, let the film get processed. And then when you got your film back, you know, you was like, oh, let me scan this picture or something. Let me put it up on the internet. <laughs> but look. It kind of reminds me of those days when you was meeting people because the picture was so grainy or either on AOL, you didn't even have a picture, you know, and you was hoping that you didn't have a little creep in you and he wouldn't be on what would you do? I mean, not what would you do? What was it to catch a predator? Yep. You know, I hear so many stories about like people disappearing today on the news. So-and-so met somebody on black planet. You're like, really? Really? Like, (laughs) why, sir? And then that's really how Catfish came along, like the TV show. But listen, this is also one thing that happened on the show. This is the downside to the show. I knew it. It, You know, it's always got to be somebody. So this girl met a guy. He proposed. She was like, yes. Oh, my God. This is the happiest day of my life. I still wouldn't say yes to somebody after just 10 days, but that's just me personally. To me, everybody, I mean, how many times have we heard about people saying that, oh, I met the love of my life. We got married within, you know, 30 days. Now we've been together for 60 years and we are happily in love. So I don't think you can really time when you feel something with somebody, you know, some don't work, some do last. But so afterwards, if you say yes, if y'all get together you go on a tropical vacation. They came to Cancun. They took them to a nice resort. It was all inclusive. You know, took gave them the suites, had the shebang, and homeboy drops a bum on her. He a bum her- like I got a whole family and a wife at home. Like what's the bum? No, a bum like hey, just so you know, about a couple of years ago, I was sexually fluid. Girl, <laughs> for those who don't know what sexually fluid That's means, a wrap for the night. We done. <laughs> for those who don't know, look. For those who don't know who, what sexually fluid means, that means that he 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 liked boys and he liked girls. Now, to me personally, I felt a type of way about that, and it wasn't because he was sexually fluid. I don't care what you are. So, do we not say bisexual anymore? I don't know what they like to, you know, I don't know. I've heard. I, I'm just asking because I know there's a lot of different new terminologies. I just. Well, I, know, I, ha- I still hear people call themselves bisexual, but I also hear people say that they're sexually fluid. They're not attracted to, you know, girl or boy. They're just attracted to the person. But this is my thing. I don't care if you're bisexual. I don't care if you're sexually fluid. But you should give me that option before I say I do. You should let me know. And the lady, that was her whole thing. I'm I'm not understanding. He, he was like, well, uh, if I would have told you I was sexually fluid, would you be here right now? You should have gave her that choice to be here right now. Well, this is what I want to know. He was making it seem like, well, if I would have told you this, would you have he been there? Right. But wait, so you're in this little thing, right? But do you have like 
do you have social media so you can't no 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 you have no access to the outside world because you do not i want you looking up this person looking at their face you all your devices are taken away you have no access to the outside world it's just you you know and you and you're in this pod and you're and you like the girls you know stay on one side the guys stay on one side and then when you go down in the in the day say you meet up with you meet up with the several guys because you know and to connect you got to talk to several guys you go down in these pods and you talk to these guys the only thing that's holding you is a thin wall but the wall of course is not see-through the the you know the wall is right is you know um so you can't see each other so you're talking you're connecting you're meeting each other and you're talking but you just cannot see each other and so you're connecting this way. So my whole thing is you had 10 days to tell me. I mean, he proposed before the 10 days and she was like, I love him. He's just like, oh my God, he's a dream come true. He's all this guy. And she didn't know a part of him. And, and his whole and she said it. She was like, you didn't tell me a major part of you. So what else are you lying about? She's like, this is a huge part of you. He was like, is it? And she was like, yeah. And he was trying to make it seem like she was wrong. He was like, well, no other woman has had a problem with this. She was like, well, you should have gave me the decision to have a problem with it or right. not. You should have let me make that choice for myself since I, I was making all these other choices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then when she got and she was going in and he was like, well, you know what? I don't need you and blah, blah, blah. By the end, he went into his queen side of his uh, fluidness and told called her a bitch. I'm not about to and then. His queen he did. Yeah, he called her a bitch and then told her that her wig was slipping. Ah! Savage. Come ah! on, I'm here. I'm gonna have a good time all by myself. But you know what? You should be able to decide whether or not you want to be with somebody who's bisexual. Cause not everybody wants to be with a bisexual. Right. You you should never take that option away from somebody. But like I said, me personally, I'm not signing up for a game show where I got to promise to marry someone after 10 days. Well, it's not a game show. And you don't have to promise because not uh, only six couples made it. He They were one of the six couples, but not, you know. What do you mean only six couples made it? So you see who you want to propose to. Not everybody wanted to propose to people. Only six couples got proposed to. Only six like actual couples came from these group of people so not uh, everybody accepted okay. proposals not everybody wanted to get proposed you know what i'm saying so basically after this they go on this vacation and this is where it stops we meet the people and then one girl the 34 year old who i was telling you about with the 24 year old that she ended up switching and was going back and forth with this like fuck boy who was a I mean, all the signs, red fuck boy. He was messing around with three girls in the house, in the house, like talking to these girls. And they were like, well, he likes me. No, he likes me. And I'm like, why would y'all, what? So. Three. Girl, three. And he wasn't even cute. He had a bump on his nose, this white boy. And he was just not all that. You would point out the bump on his nose. Not like he was balding or something. Honestly, I think this is relevant. Look, the black girl name who I told you went through all this stuff with the guy, her name was Diamond. That was her real name. She said, my mom named me Diamond. You know, he told her, what strip club do you strip at? Oh. That was his first question to her. She was like, yeah, I'm walking out the pod. Bye. He was like, really? Why would I say <laughs> yes, sir. You mad disrespectful. I'm walking out that pod and slapping you. That that's what I'm doing. You getting slapped before I leave. Just one get one. So listen. Just one. 
The girl who was 34, she let her mind talk her into this. And so when she saw the guy, so she finally, basically, she liked the guy who was the player, the fuck boy, because he was 28. And he told her, I could see myself, you know, marrying you. And she was going to really just end it with the 24-year-old that everything's been going good with. And then the guy tells her the next day, the 28-year-old, I don't know if that was really what I was thinking, if I was honestly being real myself. Ugh. Ooh. Well, so I hope she said that after she hit, but after. <laughs> so she goes back to 24 year old and is like, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I made it the, the hugest mistake. Will you take me back? No. Him being the dummy 24 year old, he takes her back. Uh. So, you know, when you go and you meet each other and you see each other, she was so smiling and happy. And then, you know, when you go into Cancun. You going on a tropical vacation. They giving you this sweet. To me, I mean, a huge part is the sexual attraction. We're not going to be standing in the room looking at each other. We're going we gonna, to, you know, everybody else talking about how they getting busy. And she tells him, um, I just don't want us to do anything. Um... Because I just feel like we need to just take everything. So because when I, when I was hearing the voice in the pod, it, it like I'm still not connecting the face to the voice in the pod. That's fair. Some people be talking like Barry White and then look like Stuart Little. To I me, mean, strange I'm, shit happens. To me. And then she said in her confessional, she was like, I usually go for the different type of man. Now, let me tell you, let me explain to y'all how this girl looks. She literally looks like Nicole Richie on crack. She looks like a shriveled up from not a, a real description. Shame on you. No, if I send you the picture, let me see if I can find a picture of her. She looks like Nicole Richie on crack. Let me see if I can look. If I can find her picture, I'm gonna send it to Bianca. And Bianca is going to understand when I say she looks like Nicole Richie on crack. You know she what? looks like a shriveled up prune. Look, this girl. Wow can't go around being too uh can't go around looking a little too picky girl bye i'll be as picky as i want to be i just send it to you i'll be as picky as i want to be i'm not saying you can't be picky i'm just saying that you no, know you trying to tell me i can't be picky if no. these men out here being ugly as june bugs i can be let me picky Oh jeez, I wish I could find this guy. I don't think he I don't think he was ugly, to be a hundred percent honest with you. It don't matter if you ever show me a picture. We always disagree on most look. Did you look, did you find the picture I sent you? I'm looking at her. And let me show you the guy. I'ma see look, look. Y'all, I think Kim is being a little extreme right now. I would definitely maybe do the talk show or sorry, not the talk show. I'd probably do the social experiment. Cause I think that's super cool. But then I'm not, I don't know. I'm not Tell, getting now that I just sent you two pictures of the guy. To me, he's not, uh, to me, they match well. I mean, I guess, you know, you want to say they don't match well, I guess. Who's the prettiest one? I guess the guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. 
she to me she can't be that picky i feel like she can't y'all don't let kim discourage you you can be as picky as you want to be no, because i you know can i be am picky, but you don't need to be lying if you are not sexually attracted to somebody you need to be upfront and honest and be like to be honest with you you're not the guy i was expecting you're not the guy i i i you know soften the pot but when he proposed to her she was sitting there crying and like bending down and she took a whole 30 second pause and she said yes 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 if you are not ready to get proposed to on this show or this is not the man you want to propose to you don't do the show well you said we didn't have to get married at the show she didn't that's the thing she should have she could have easily declined she could have declined the proposal. That to me is better than wasting somebody's time because this guy is really head over heels for her. And he doesn't know that she thinks this way about him, like sexually, that, that she's like, he's not the type of guy I go for. I usually go for like the, you know, the stud, the, uh, you know, athlete, the uh, bodybuilder. How do they find people for these shows? That's what I want to know. I'm pretty sure, like, talent agents, from what, from what I hear when some people say it, talent agencies like Scope, you know, Instagram, Twitter, big people who got followers, and they look for them, and they're like, ooh, you're really attractive, you know, that these people would like you, ooh, do you want to do this show, you know? Oh, okay, so I, I would probably never be in that position to to make a decision like that. If you, if you, look, anybody can get on it, if you look, we spruce your page up, but y'all with your pictures no. you be sending us put those on the page y'all let me tell you. look but you might look, look does that mean i have to take off work because i'm all <laughs> really <laughs> but look at, but now the next episodes that will air and i will show tell you all about it next time we do it the next episodes are gonna air now they're going to be moving in with each other imagine no that just sounds like a whole bunch of mess right there i'm out look didn't you you always tell me that you really know somebody when you move in with them yeah but that's just me and the specific person i've chosen not like me and that's just like like, you you chose this person this is the person you connected with this is the person fulfill the same rules but then we just take it up one notch and live together yeah so this is the person that they connected with this is the person that they said that they're going to marry so the next step after the vacation you know you because you basically when you meet somebody what happens you get a honeymoon period right right and then you move into each other and then if you move in and you kind of like work it out and you are kind of strong then you're like okay now we can get married you know now we can do this stuff but if you move in you know me you move in with some people the truth the real tea comes out but my question is this and this is a general question when is it too soon to move in with someone like let's say y'all just been dating six months is it too soon to move in with someone I've honestly met people who moved in with each other after like two weeks. Cause they were like, I I was going to get kicked out. So I had to move in with them. And now we've been together for five years. Okay. But I don't mean like that. (laughs) I mean like y'all both just met, y'all both have your own places, but you know, not, not like because of happenstance, but just because I wanted to move in. 
Yeah, like you getting kicked out is happenstance. What? <laughs> that ain't like you really wanted to live with me. That's like your ass needed somewhere to lay your head where you knew you weren't going to wake up with someone like baby D tapping on your shoulder or some shit. So I let you move in with me. <laughs> like, I personally think after a year, I don't think I would move in with somebody. Would you move in with somebody after six months? Yeah, I would. You would? If, if, if the bond was the, you know, because I don't think, that's why I was asking, like, I personally don't think there's, like, a specific number, because we could be together for, like, four years, right, and we can move in together, and you could still get on my nerves just as much as if I would have moved in with you, you know, after six months of being together. Like, if the bond and the connection is there, I can move in. Yeah, but I also want to be very clear. I don't want to move in with nobody until I got to, and that's when I get married. I mean, it, see, but you're looking at it as like a happenstance type of deal. No, I, mean, I don't. I don't want to move happen- in. I don't want to move in because I feel like you get comfortable when you move in, and you don't want to like go to that next step. And then also, I don't want to move in t- with you because I still at the same time it, it's just something about being able to go to your own spot when they piss you off you know i mean but when y'all move in these are things you discuss right you have adult conversations right and you're like look i just came home from work and normally when i get off from work i like 30 minutes to decompress you know if that like y'all build a schedule and like respect each other's boundaries that y'all set up and y'all have talked about you know, so yes, y'all might be in the same apartment, but okay, you know, hey. You think your man gonna want me? He see you coming in that dough and he's looking at you like you looking like a good old buttery biscuit right now. You think he gonna want to be for 30 seconds at 30 minutes not being like, babe, hey, you know. No, I couldn't say you couldn't talk to me when I came in. That That doesn't bother me. Like when I leave work, I honestly try to do like my commute because I don't work from home I know some people work from home like right now I don't work from home so like my commute is enough for me to like unwind from the day and when I get by the time I get home I'm Gucci you know but I'm saying if you living with somebody and say you just don't want to see nobody's face I mean there there are those days and then like the first thing because I've had that happen the first thing they gonna ask is you know like First of all, we've probably been talking throughout the day. So you know what's up. So like, you know, when I get home, you know, she going to be in her little round type of mode because she just wiling out. But most of the time when I get home, I'm ready to talk. And if I've had a bad day, you know, when I've had a bad day, I don't mind. Like, you know, Bay is Bay. So I don't mind being all up under Bay. Now, if I've had a bad day and Bay done pissed me off, give me 50 50 you know like see that's why i want my own place i can like you know what bae i'll catch you tomorrow yeah i don't think that's healthy you know i i disagree with that you don't think it's healthy to have your own spot no i don't know that's not what i'm saying i'm saying do you think you need to live together before you get married yes but i also like i think that you like what i heard what you say was like you know when you get mad you want your own spot so you can hide that's getting that is (laughs) avoiding the conversation because when you get married if this is someone you think you want to spend your life with you need to be able to let them in to a certain degree so that they understand you know like what about your day made you mad or like why did that make like we need to be able to have an open dialogue about it like you running and hiding in your own apartment because you had a bad day and we're supposed to be together is not acceptable because see now you're using me as someone you know like 
I'll emotionally tap in and let you in when I'm ready, which is fine, but we're supposed to be planning a future together. So we need to have an open dialogue. You're not going to pick and choose when you go emotionally, emotionally let me in the eh, next. That's not okay. But my whole thing is why do you, why do people need to live together before they get married? I don't understand why people can't. What you mean? Like, my whole thing is, why can't I come to your house maybe Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then I go to my house Monday through yeah. Thursday? But I'm saying, why do you feel like you need to live together before you get married? Like, why do you think you don't need your own spot? I mean, me personally, I, I that's just personally my preference. I don't think there's a right or wrong unless you're using it to, like, run away from having a conversation from me. With me, I guess. Because what happened if you meet the guy you're dreaming? He's like, you know what? I don't want to live together. And I'm most likely knowing me and the way I feel about my space, <laughs> bro. Ham, I'm on. I, I'm chill with it. You know, like maybe when both of our leases end or something, you know, we can talk about it. We can reevaluate it. You know, but not. You know, like every relationship is different. I've been in relationships in the past where I'm like, my bro, I never would live with you. <laughs> you know, not never. And even when you, we get together, if we that, might, even when we get married, I person? still might need a whole separate wing of a house. Why would you be with that person? You shouldn't be with that person if you cannot. It wasn't that it was a bad relationship. It was just I just you know like I, there was some things I couldn't tolerate. And no, as it, I learned, it, no. it worked out for the best because we're not together. Thank you. And it was the reason why. <laughs> if you cannot see yourself ever living with somebody, then that should not be the person that you're actively with ever in life. I don't know about you, but I'm not at the time where I'm playing games anymore. No, I'm not playing games, but what I, I mean, like now, do I, on a serious note, do I appreciate my space? Yes. Yeah. Do I think we should live together? Like, maybe if we don't live together while we're dating, I'd be okay, like, if we got engaged. Because, I mean, well, okay, let me back up. Because I do believe that living together is, like, both our names are on the lease. Because I think in my mind, like, even if we're not, like, both names on the lease, is probably at someone's house more than they're at their house, right? That's what I'm saying, you know? But, um, like, as far as, like, both names being put on the lease, if that's what we're classifying as living together, I'm okay if, you know, that happens when we get engaged, you know, or whatever. Um, I don't have to be all up under you, you know, and I don't like relationships where couples feel like they can't be independent while living together. Like, yeah, y'all should live together, you know, but, like, it shouldn't be like, I'm with him, so I don't have my own individual Mm -hmm. entity anymore. But other than that, I think y'all should live together and, like, you know, test out the car before you buy it because damn if y'all get married and then you just can't make it work for whatever reason y'all gonna be miserable as fuck (laughs) in whatever house y'all buy unless someone's got like a wing on the right and then a wing on the left which i'm not against that either (laughs) maybe maybe one day i'll maybe one day i'll do it i don't see it in the near future like to me just having your space just being it's not that I don't know. It's just that I feel like if you're going to, this is going to be your forever and y'all going to have, you know, grow old, you know, get wrinkly together. Losing your space. Like, I feel like if you're with the right person, you might like, obviously you don't have the whole house to yourself, but you're not losing like the independence of being an individual. So you're not losing space. 
you're just having a companion, like someone you obviously want to be with in your space. Like you're allowing them in your space. It's not like they're encroaching on your space because if that's the case, you don't need to be with the motherfucker. Like, well, yeah, I always feel like anywhere you like, even when we get our final home and we get our forever home, I want to have a tea room. So every morning I can get in there, you know, drink my tea, meditate, listen to the word, you know, do my thing. And then, you know, become, because I feel like you just, if you're under underneath each other 24 seven, that cannot be a healthy relationship. You do need your space and you can even have your space inside of a home. You know, it's a little bit harder to have your space out of apartment though. Looking at I them folks. Some couples, you I acknowledge that there are some couples where they don't need like space, you know, because like one person is ultimately more clingier than the other. But like I think even if you have an apartment and y'all are living together and it's someone that you love and you intend on being with them, y'all find like workarounds. Like, like I said before, like earlier, like, hey, if I come in, you know, I might need like 20 minutes of just like quiet time you know or like when I'm done driving home me personally like I said when I decompress I I decompress from driving home so like when I come home I'm ready to like chop it up you know but like that may not work for him so like shit I might need to find something to do or like hell I read every day for 30 minutes so when I come home and you don't feel like talking okay boop I'm reading yeah. a book for 30 minutes so I'm not bothered you know y'all just gotta find the groove that works for y'all yeah, I understand where you're coming from. But y'all let us know down in the comments, do y'all want to live together before you get married or either after? Because, you know, some of those old Or after you get engaged. Yeah, or what what do some of those old school people say uh, about the cow? Don't buy the... Oh, don't buy the... Why buy the milk? Wait. Is it don't well, buy the cow? You can get the milk for free, you know. But that's not the reason why I don't want to like move in with each other. I'm just like, shit, I want my space up until the moment. But hey, you know what? Maybe when I find the one, I'll be like, hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and test them bridges and let's move in together. But hey, y'all, let us know what y'all what y'all think. Y'all, we love you. We appreciate y'all. Don't be listening to K Marie. If you want to move in with Bay, go ahead, test the wall to see what happened. Because push come to shove, you could always, you know, be like, I'm out this bitch and go sign a whole nother lease by yourself somewhere else. You know what that, I'm saying? That's at that point, the relationship over. No, you just, you feel like you need to take it slow. Y'all, do what worked best for you. You know, do the squats if y'all been forgetting Black History Month not over. Keep doing them squat challenges. Mm-hmm. This month we gonna I think it was ten before we gonna up it to twenty because some of y'all just really no we said twenty we said ten if you was talking noise twenty if it was to a black person about about a black person okay so now if it's non black it's twenty and if it's black it's forty so we just oh Jesus y'all better not be talking about y'all own (laughs) y'all make look make sure y'all check us out (laughs) look Bianca is over here trying to have y'all with more than a Georgia peach okay. I'm just I'm just trying to get y'all summertime fine. Y'all gonna thank me and your little boo thing when y'all cuffing this uh hot ass summer gonna thank me too. So Girl, bye. where can they find us at? Hot and bopping. You welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you're Look, where can they where can they find us at? Oh, <laughs> I got a whole nother rant. My bad. Y'all know where to find us. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It is real times with the ZKB at gmail.com. If you want to email us, we love hearing from y'all. Look for our posts. If you're not listening to us on Mondays on Unapologetic Radio, what is your dirt? I don't know. But y'all, we love you. Keep it simple. Have a great week. Peace. Peace.